for the uh, backup. All right. How's Craig? But live on speaker. He'll be here this evening for a nonprofit, working on a nonprofit show. Cool. Yeah. It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode. Well, Rich, we're back here again. This is Rich Rich Casanova and Michael Moore, and we're in the billion-dollar view, as always, here in the Buckhead Business uh, Show. We've got some great guests this morning, and boy, your show's racked up. We've got the new president of Young Bucks. We've got some stories that you're going to really, really enjoy, and we've got some information which you can get nowhere else other than the Buckhead Business Show. Rich, what you got lined up for us this well, morning? It's, it's funny. You're, you're pointing to me. I was pointing to you. It's like we're almost twins oh, today. We're wearing the yeah. same jacket almost, right? <laughs> for those on video, no. uh, the audio may not mean much, but for our uh, our new Pro Business 360. Well, the, the folks on Twitter, the folks Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. The Periscope. Separated um, at birth. Yep. And uh, speaking of separated, um, uh, Dennis Rice, you're not wearing the official jacket here today. So uh, Dennis Rice, our producer, engineer. And the cleaners. And <laughs> the cleaners. And the cleaners. He'll pick it up on the way for the nice. next edition. And a shout out to Steven Tyler, our videographer, producer for all of our all things video. Uh, so, Michael, if you want to get things underway, introduce our uh, guest and all welcome right. our guest to the yeah, show. Yeah, we got we got people under thirty five years old in the studio today, which is uh, which is a treat. But we've got folks uh, coming from the Young Bucks Association, which is part of the Buckhead Business Association. Our our co-host for this opportunity and our sponsor. Uh, Fez has been with the group. Uh, he, he got in and got active very quickly. I think he reached out and grabbed a baton. That <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, somebody, he didn't waste no time. There, there was a handoff from somebody, and he just got the baton. He got the cape. I think he got the crown to go along with it. So today <laughs> we've, got, we've got Fez right. Musa, who's a financial planner and a, and a great guy who is uh, really active in the community, and I think we're going to see great things out of him over the next few years as he goes on up that step. So, Fess, tell us a little bit why you got involved, how you got involved, and what you've got planned for the rest of this year. You're three months into your reign, King. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's just a title. Barry, Barry got tired of not anyone having that title, so he's like, Fess, here you go. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for having me on here again, Rich. It's uh, quite a pleasure. Can't beat that view. That's what I said last I'm time. I'm telling you, right? That's right. So uh, I got involved in the Buckhead Business Association just uh, almost two years ago now. Um, when I moved from Macon, Georgia to Buckhead. Uh, that's just South Buckhead. Come on. Now. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, what, I, what I learned is if I wanted to grow my business here in Buckhead and get to know as many people as possible, I need to be involved in as many organizations as possible. Um, that's when I found out about the Buckhead Business Association. What is what was interesting to me at that time was all my cash and assets were tied up in um, my car, my rent, and my investment. So I didn't have <laughs> liquid cash available to sign up. And I went to our managing director at the time, uh, Mike Kipnis, and I said, "Hey, Mike, can I can I borrow one hundred eighty nine dollars <laughs> to to go ahead and sign up for the BBA for the year?" He's like, "Sure, Fez." So um, I worked with him for about a week or so and um, did some back work planning for him. And he wrote me a check for 200 bucks, and I gave it to Smith of Solanke. Um, and here I am two years later as the Young Bucks president. So 
uh, I love sharing that story with as many people as possible because it doesn't matter where you start, right? It's kind of what you do during the process. Well, it's what that the, gets ask, you where, the yeah. ask is, and you, and you ask for the right thing. That's right. Whether it's 189 <laughs> bucks or a Young Bucks president. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> okay, well, you know, if you, don't, if you don't ask, I'm told that almost all weddings occur because of that rare thing. Somebody asks. Yep. That's right. <laughs> That's right. right. If you don't ask, it's always a no. That's right. That's right. So I was uh, I was humbled enough to have a conversation with Barry Hunley about November of last year when um, Mary Robinson got really busy with kind of her lifestyle um, as previous Young Bucks president and um, asked that I kind of take over the reign and uh, and go from there and i was humble enough to accept that opportunity i was quite surprised that he would even ask me i was like <laughs> I, I just go to the socials because they're you know they're really nice locations and a couple of drinks who can go wrong with that just right? showing up yeah, yeah well, that's what happens when you keep showing up well showing up and you know it's important as you as i heard uh, as i've heard your story that you acted like a host while you were showing up you that's a- you acted like it was your event and that's, that's, <laughs> you take take charge good or bad that's right that's right well part of my business is for me to get to know as many people as possible and to help as many people as possible. So I figured out that if I can do that and get to know as many people as possible through the Buckhead Business Association, it's a, what did it say? One one stone, two birds type deal. Um, So the reason and my why behind BBA is there's a lot of people that like to join a plethora of organizations, go ahead and hand out business cards every organization, not really get to know anyone um, genuinely, or they're not really authentic relationships. And something I've learned the hard way, especially being in this planning business, is you can't grow on a transactional point of view. You grow by building deep uh, relationships with your clients, your prospects, and everyone you meet um, wherever you are. And so with BBA, I made a decision that instead of joining five to ten different organizations and passing out my business cards, I'm going to focus on just one or two organizations and put all my heart and soul into it, try to grow that organization as I grow myself. So when I started going to these events, I didn't even think about business that much. I just wanted to know as many people as possible. Two years later, um, you're I've, in the seat. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> Two years later, I've got clients all over BBA. Um, I've got a, a idea that I'm working on right now where we can take other organizations and get them to be part of BBA, host mega mixers. So the Buckhead Business Association can't just be the premier networking organization of Buckhead, but the premier networking organization of Atlanta. Well, we've got some wow. ladders you might be able to walk up in that. We're working on a couple of projects right now, which uh, in Pro Business Connections will open up some doors that people have never even conceived existed here in Atlanta. We're, we're very excited about that. So um, as you joined the Buckhead Business Association and then the, the Young Bucks, talk about some of the surprises you've, uh, you've gotten as you've met some of these people. Give us some of the personal stories about growth. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's a great question. I, when I first met some of my clients here at the Buckhead Business Association, it wasn't the first year that they became clients of mine, right? Um, it was over time and constant communication, constant um, talking and getting involved. But what I loved about the personal aspect of the BBA and Young Bucks is the especially the Thursday morning breakfasts, right? It's early though. It, it's <laughs> early. It's, it's seven thirty, right? But when 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 we make it happen, the amount of people that we meet and the type of people that we meet at those breakfasts will change a person's life mm-hmm. forever. Um, when uh, we hung out with Mayor Sam Massell that morning, uh, he gets up on stage um, in front of the podium and he says, "Is this my water?" 
And uh, Bear was like, yes, that is. So he picked up his water, took a sip of it, put it back down. He's like, great, you guys are still serving gin. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it's it's the little stories like that and little, little people like you meet with, uh, like, like Mayor Michelle, who actually, thinking about it, imagine where Mayor Michelle came from and the impact he's at on the Buckhead community. You can't just do that in two or three years, right? It takes mm-hmm. 30 to 40 years um, so he's fifty to sixty in his case. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. At, at one time, he was right. a Fez young buck. Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. And, he, and he was in a rental in a rental unit right here on Peachtree Road. That's so, right. So, talk to us about the makeup of the young bucks. Uh, what's kind of their criteria? Who do you look for? Who's ideal candidates? How many members do you currently have? Um, you know, well, do you have uh, anticipation of how many you want to grow it to? Or? Yep. Absolutely. And who, who's on the committee? Uh, what's some roles or uh, people? You, how would they get involved? Absolutely. That was about a seven-point question, by the way, yeah. That's right. <laughs> hey, Rich, Gl- glad I didn't write anything down. <laughs> well, now, first of all, you've got to make sure the two other young bucks in the room, are they really qualified to be here? So let's, yeah. go, let's go down that list. A- absolutely. First and foremost, I do want to thank my committee for young bucks. I couldn't have done anything without them. Um, first, I want to give a shout out to Smitha Solanke. Smitha, um, yeah. She's done a lot of good work for the Buckhead Business Association. When I got involved, she gave me kind of full authority to say, Fez, get as many people involved as possible, create your own committee, um, make it as big as you want. And so, um, as president, I said, well, first and foremost, we need. A, a social chair to actually run the hard work where I can just delegate the stuff to him. <laughs> and uh, so Daniel Bullock has been a great ass, uh, asset to okay. our committee as well. He's our social chair, and he's actually director at large uh, as far as the board of directors is concerned for BBA as well. Virospark, right? That's right, yeah. Virospark Energy. Then uh, Hurst Williamson, right here, right next to me. Uh, not only a client of mine that I met uh, <laughs> through BBA, but, but also... Um, he's done a lot of good PR and marketing this year for BBA and Young Bucks. Um, he's with Sally William and Associates. So what I've realized that Hearst has done that not a lot of people had done last year or the year before is we used the different platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, LinkedIn to actually market Young Bucks properly. Right, right. Because that wasn't being done in the Plus, past. that's where your audience is at. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The under 35 segment. That's right. And then uh, April Williams, she is our um, Georgia Business Association liaison, as well as our um, professional and personal development chair. And what she does for us is not only come up with events so we can have a partnership with the Georgia State business school, as well as look at developing and taking care of lunch and learns throughout the year, which we're going to have four of this year in May, June, July, and August. Um, and finally, can't do it without my main man, Sharp. He uh, is secretary uh, for the Young Bucks. And the reason his role is so important is because when we first started this year in Young Bucks, we had about 80 active members, give or take. Sharp has done so much good work in calling those people who didn't renew their memberships from last year yeah. or were on the fence of joining and not joining in. Uh, his um, authoritative figure and his, uh, his directness, he would just go in meetings with the application on the table and says, <laughs> right. all right, are we doing this or not, right? Um, and so... And, and would he reach out to Mike to borrow that $189 or whatever? <laughs> I think at one point he did. <laughs> well, that's called a promissory note. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So I think today we're about 88 active members. Nice. Uh, my goal is to end the year uh, with uh, 120 nice. active members. That's a, 
That's a good growth Very number. Good. So speaking of Sharp, let's kind of turn the tables uh, yeah. and spoke, speak to uh, Sharp. Mike, if you want to. Yeah, let's go. So when you, when you walked in that first meeting, you know, you've got to polish your, uh, your stick, as you say. Tell us what the Young Bucks really offers to that uh, non-renewed member. Yeah, you abs- get them back to the table. That's right. Absolutely, and I can speak from a little bit of experience on that. Being... Sounds like about forty people. <laughs> yeah, we've tested yeah. this out. It's it's been good. Um, really sitting down with people, hearing what's important to them, what they want out of their membership has been a blessing, and kind of opened my eyes to what the membership actually should mean uh, and what we can do better for our existing members and our prospective members. But a little bit about me and why I think that those relationships and those conversations have gone so well uh, is because I was on the fence myself early on. Uh, I think it took me four, five, six networking events to actually decide, hey, I'm going to join. I'm going to go, like Fez said, very deep into this association instead of trying to cast a wide net. Uh, I'm going to start fishing with some better bait, and that's what I did. And I started to uh, really build and develop those relationships within the BBA as well as Young Bucks and the Morning meetings, however, I haven't <laughs> been in much attendance to, but uh, just about every Tuesday social, things of that nature. Uh, they've been really great events, great ways to meet people. But uh, to answer your question, I guess what I've most enjoyed about sitting down with individuals is really that learning about what's important to them. You know, What do they want out of their membership? Do they want professional development programs? Do they want to know how to better craft a resume? Do they want to know, you know how to go into their boss's office and ask for that raise or that promotion that they've been hesitant to ask for? So um, more so than just going to a networking event to pass out business cards, what we want the BBA and what we want Young Bucks to be for our members is really that opportunity for them to grow and develop as professionals in the Atlanta community. Uh, that way they can, in turn, give back to that Atlanta community. Well, you know, also the Buckhead Business Association provides a leadership group, and you're certainly recruiting the right type of people to fall into that educational chain as they grow up. Now, I know we've got our, our other guests we're going to talk to a little bit earlier because from the PR side, uh, you know, again, seeing a result from your investment of time and or money in your organization, whether it's a morning meeting, a lunch meeting, or, 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 or a social hour, you've really got to begin to knit the folks together. And you hit on something very important, Fez mentioned earlier, those one-on-one meetings, I mean, those are the things that really begin to allow people to, to gauge or measure. So let's talk about a couple of those exciting experiences where you did or did not get the renewal. <laughs> yeah, um, I can speak to one. It's uh, the coffee shop in the shops, and I can't remember the name of it. Corso Coffee? Maybe, yes. Yeah. Corso Coffee. Corso sat down in Corso Coffee with someone who had been, been kind of on the fence of joining the group. Uh, and really just found out that, hey, I've been several times, haven't gotten any clients, haven't really made any headway in terms of building relationships. And he kind of left the meeting that, hey, this isn't for me. Um, To my experience, it takes time to build those relationships, but some people want it to happen a little bit more quickly uh, than what I would imagine it should. And I think that was of the issue with that particular individual and the reason behind sure. that joining. Well, with the social media process and with the, with the one-to-one contact, as you hit on it earlier, having a very active committee, having that core of, you mentioned you want to have 120 members, so you need a core of about 12 or 15 folks that are actually stirring the pot, literally often. And they're all 
talking from the same sheet of music. So I know from the social media perspective, that becomes very important. So I guess it's time to start talking about what you're doing to reach out to people, and then we'll knit it all together. No, oh, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I was very, very fortunate that Fez asked me to be a part of this. Um, so I do come from a sales marketing background in my day job. And one of the things I really wanted to make sure that we start getting new young bucks involved, our new prospects for the organization, is really letting them know what the organization is about. And I've been to several sales conferences or several other organizations where it is just like Fez and Sharp have mentioned, you hand out business cards and it's kind of like, here's what I do. (laughs) Email me uh, me if you want to get some business. I'll get that sales commission. It'll be great. Everybody will work out. Um, But (laughs) everybody will feel good later on. Benefits everybody. Uh, But really, the valuable relationships that you do build um, with the Buckhead Business Association and at Young Bucks, they do take time. And understanding that going into a marketing and social media perspective, I feel that we're getting more active new members. So when somebody does sign up and become a new young buck, they join our herd, they're not just (laughs) going to go away. They're going to be active members. And I think that really is going to benefit the organization going forward. Well, it's certainly interesting to watch organizations grow. And I know you've, again, you've got to build your team to begin to recruit and keep people in the herd. So, Rich? Well, I think one of the uh, messages I'm hearing is, both uh, education, like Sharp was talking about. I think it's interesting. I don't know if this is direction y'all are thinking about or considering, but uh, some workshops, or rather than just a networking event, right? Sure. To have uh, some instructional, uh, an event or a meeting with a purpose, right? To, to ah. uh, talk about these techniques, whatever. Maybe we could sponsor those here at Pro yeah. Business. Yeah. Love to make that happen. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is what I think all three of y'all have been talking about is um, continuity or consistent. And there's a principle I heard it's called VCP, meaning you have to be visible. So that person that just shows up once or twice, um, people need to see that continuity. So first you have to be visible. Um, so if you attend enough events or you're in front of, whether it's social media or blogging, or in our case, like people are doing shows in the studio, that you have to have some ongoing content, whether it's your blog or it's your social media or in person at a networking event. And that, that will lead to credibility. Because if you produce a blog over a period, enough period of time, you become an authority. You become a perceived expert in that space, right? So you start uh, writing, generating content. But in terms of networking, you're, uh, people see you as credible because you're consistent. And then finally, that leads, to, that leads to the P, which is profitability. So you don't get that right out of, right out of the gates, the very first um, blog post, the very first radio show, or the very first networking event. Uh, yes or yes? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and yes. So, Hurst, uh, now we want to maybe uh, switch a little bit and talk about each of y'all's businesses. Yeah. Uh, we've talked, obviously, the big picture in terms of Young Bucks and some mission. We want to finish, uh, Fez, with what's kind of what's next on the horizon for Young Bucks when we, when we circle out um, the, the uh, segment here. But, Hurst, um, why don't you talk a little bit about I'm intrigued by y'all's business and uh, talk to us about your business model and how you help people. Absolutely. So, uh, SWNA, Sally Williamson & Associates, is a spoken communications firm. And I always get the first question people ask is, what the heck is a spoken communications firm? Right, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, people, still, people do still do that? Yeah. They do. Um, and I actually do a lot of business out in the Silicon Valley. So that question is even more wow. prevalent up there. It's what in the world is spoken communications? Yeah. And the best case, uh, the best answer I can give you is kind of a cop-out answer. It's, <laughs> it's whatever it needs to be. So spoken <laughs> communications is really about creating influence and impact through communication with others. And the way that we go about that is we think of 
things on two sides of our house, our content side and our style side. So we are really focused on creating memorable and repeatable messages for our clients. We're very focused on helping with personal branding, how you come across to others. So we do everything from executive coaching, professional development programs, hypo programs, um, and we do content development as well. And some of this involves speaking skills, right? Communication for events, people that need to present. Absolutely. So it really runs the gambit. Um, I would say that about maybe 20% of what we do is one-on-one work. And so that tends to be speakers. Uh, It tends to be people that are presenting to maybe the media, presenting to their internal groups, external groups. Um, and that that really encompasses about 20% of what we do, the executive coaching piece, that one-on-one piece. And the rest is really taking that one-on-one executive coaching piece and then rolling it out to the individual's teams. What's developing a story? I think it's to see the previous answer. What, whatever's required <laughs> exactly. to, allow an, to allow an executive or an employee to deliver the story of the company uh, to the right people. And that really becomes important. As you said, the one wrong word in a press conference can ruin the whole press conference, right? Well, and it's really about creating messaging for the listener. Um, you know, if we all get together and start talking about the Buckhead Business Association, we all are members. We get it. Right. Um, but how do we make it resonate with someone who's an outsider or somebody who's not going to relate to it immediately? Well, again, you, you said the talking point process. We may get it, but we must deliver the right message to the right people. Absolutely. At the if right it, time. If it doesn't mean something to the listener, then we've really right. failed in our job. We, we need to be continuing to listen. Exactly. <laughs> so, Speaking of message, how would people reach out to you or find you? Absolutely. So uh, I am at hearst.williamson uh, <laughs> at gmail.com or at hearst at sallywilliamson.com. Um, and you can reach us at 404 404- Four seven five six five five zero, or on our website at sallywilliamson.com. All your social media is there as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can click on all those little characters. We, we've learned a whole lot about the monikers, right, <laughs> as, we, as we go through. So let's talk Piedmont Group. Guys, what do we need to know about uh, what you all are doing? I'm going to let Sharp handle this. Right. <laughs> because we do a lot of work together. <laughs> I was going to say, which one of you is a shadow? We're going to let Sharp be the shadow right now. So before I get into you know what it is that we do, I kind of want to talk about me and how I got into the business. So sure. uh, I've sure. worked in finance now for two years. Um, before that, I had no desire whatsoever to be in finance. I sold my calculator in college to buy a beer. <laughs> uh, but that, that being said, I got into this industry because – it was positioned to me as more of a relationship-based business, which has completely met and exceeded my expectations of that. Um, I've been in now for about two years, had some successes, had some failures, uh, but it's been a great ride, and I'm excited for the next 30, 40 years working with my clients. Um, Fez and I, we've worked together now for about the last year. Similar story, ups and downs, and we've certainly learned a lot about you know one another, ourselves, as well as how best to help the people that we're sitting down in front of, uh, which has just given our two personalities kind of been a strain at times, but we've worked through it and um, we've really both grown and been able to help a lot more people because of our relationship with one another than independently. Um, We take a good cop, bad cop, uh, direct, <laughs> indirect, kind of. Let, let me nice. let me get, let me get, let's look for <laughs> Wait, well, I'd like to yeah. sit down for one of those meetings. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, kind of tone with our clients, but it really helps them not only to see what their needs and goals are uh, laid out, but it helps us to hold them accountable for those goals. Um, more than anything, we're financial coaches 
for our clients and we help them, you know, accomplish the things that they set out to accomplish without even knowing that they want to accomplish them. Um, we're talking about things like retirement. We're talking about things like college education, paying back student loans, uh, saving for future kids' college education, uh, Mass Mutual and the Piedmont Group having an insurance mindset. Protection is very important. Um, but in addition to that, we're looking at tax planning. We're looking at wills and estates. How do we best position ourselves for you know the inevitable uh, death and taxes? Uh, and then the <laughs> last thing, how do we make sure that there's cash flow around how to make certain that we're best utilizing the dollars that we have. So all of those things wrapped up into a good financial analysis for our clients uh, really helps them to see the benefit of working with a professional uh, as opposed to trying to go out and, you know, Google things or do it on their own. Well, as people uh, look at the financial literacy issue, even the people who were smarter uh, eight or ten years ago have now realized that there are new things they need to learn. There are new tools in the marketplaces and, of course, as you said very, very well, the shortfall of cash will pretty well mess up any plan that someone <laughs> has right. already developed. You know, it's kind of like that, that, that humorous about, well, I had enough yesterday, but I spent some of it. <laughs> <laughs> or I did not save enough whenever, and now the numbers are almost overwhelming. But it, there's still a possibility to start because if you do not start, and that's your greatest tool is you've got to convince people to begin to move into it. So your story about the, uh, the Young Bucks, uh, did he recruit you or did you just kind of walk in the door by yourself? Walked in the door by myself. Um, so we joined right around the same time. Um, but I kind of walked in by myself, said, hey, I'm doing the same thing, going to various networking events, Chamber of Commerces, things like that. But Buckheads is where I wanted to be. I wanted to uh, build and develop relationships in the Buckhead community as I spend a great deal of time here now. And that was, you know, an immediate draw for me. But I wasn't quite sure that that's exactly where I wanted to plant. But. So, so you talked about challenges. Uh, one or both of you, talk about uh, maybe misperceptions that people have when they meet with you. What are some uh, challenges uh, uh, you know, that you typically run into? Absolutely. I think that's a great question. A lot of times, and Sharp put it uh, right, right, on the, right on the ball, when people Google things <laughs> that we explain to them and they'd go back and they say, oh, well, you know, this person online said this or this person online said this. So maybe it's not best for me. I give an example. I was playing tennis two weeks ago, right? And I hurt my ankle. I didn't go to WebMD and said, what do I do? I called my mom, who was a doctor, and I said, what do I do? Right? So a lot of times the biggest challenges that Sharp and I face is not only after we put in our time and effort to give them a tangible financial analysis, a snapshot of their trajectory and their picture, you have to be mature enough to understand that as fiduciaries, we're doing what's in your best interest, right? And if you don't have the maturity to accept that you're not on a good trajectory because your goals and objectives are maybe at point A and you're roughly around point B, then let us help you get to that point A mark in the most tax-efficient way possible, now, at the same time, if you say, hey, why don't we just put it all in Apple stock? Great. Why don't we all put it in insurance? Great. But that is not going to help answer the why and behind what we're doing. The why and behind what we're doing is figuring out the most tax-efficient way to use a comprehensive financial analysis to get you from where you are today to where you want to be. Very good. Makes sense to well, me. Well, you've got, you've got, you look like you've got one of those perking thoughts, but y'all want to go back to the types of events and so forth. And, of course, 
Matter of fact, before we forget, how do, how do we get in touch with the Piedmont Group? Because it sounds like one call does it all. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, you can one call in thirty years. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. You, the the easiest way one is call in to thirty years or that's right. Years. You're younger. The, the easiest way is to obviously Google the Piedmont Group. <laughs> Google. Actually, there we go. Google. <laughs> okay. Google again. Yeah, and um, and at the, the same financial time, financial planner Google. What? How does this work again? That's right. And at the at the same time, um, you can go look Sharp and me at. Uh, www.financialguide.com slash Faison dash Musa or slash Sharp dash Slavon. And uh, that will allow us to, that will allow you to actually get directly in contact with us. On top of that, um, feel free to look up Sharp or I on uh, LinkedIn. Um, we haven't really got to use uh, like Twitter and Instagram yeah, for that stuff because we're trying to deal planners. with people's money and not yeah. you know, <laughs> get the best likes on something. But that would be the well, best. I don't know way that, that deal on. about swapping a calculator for a beer again. I'm not that's sure. That's a great. I think that's a great stuff. Maybe you overpaid for that last <laughs> beer. Yeah, that's right. But that would be the best way to get in contact. With we'll us. have all that on the show notes as awesome. well. All your LinkedIn profiles. Yeah, please, and all please, please, please look at the show notes for this show because I know that this one's going to go down in the annals of Young Bucks history. It's one of the most informative things. Rarely do we get three people talking about the same thing. I'm telling you. So we go circle back again and ask that one question. Now, you talk about your Tuesday nights and you talk about your Thursday mornings. Uh, Let's let the marketing and PR guy just tell us, man, if we really wanted to get involved with Young Bucks starting after the show, what would we begin to do? Well, I think the best way to check us out, see if it's maybe something that you're interested in, is to check out the Buckhead Business Association website. We have our whole section under... Um, that website for the Young Bucks. We have our Young Bucks Instagram. We have our Young Bucks Facebook. We're, we're all over social media. It's not that hard to find us. Um, we also offer a Young Bucks Spotlight, so you'll be able to see kind of what um, Young Bucks membership can look like. You'll be able to see our newsletter, and every month we produce a spotlight that focuses on our member of the month, so you'll be able to kind of see what it's like and what you'll be able to get out of the membership. Do you guys have a fax number over there for the Young Bucks? Or? <laughs> no. I, think, I think, Rich, you just barely made the under 35 <laughs> right. segment. You're good, man. I'm right on the bubble, yeah. That's right. So the main point is go to the Bucket Business Association. Yeah, right, <laughs> go exactly, ahead and yeah. go to the Bucket Business Association site. Click on the Young Bucks title. Please sign up for the newsletter. Please get involved with the opportunities. And I think it sounds like we need to be attending some of those Tuesday night events so we can figure out how to swap a calculator for a beer. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's we can crash right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's certainly the best way to get involved. That's how we get the name. Um, we but I, name I think we also heard the fact that you need to show up. You need to be very consistent. You need to find those five or six or seven or ten or, in Fez's case, 120 people. You need to make very, very good relationships with over the next 12 months. And you'll see how in Buckhead, if you pick a little bit of Buckhead and, and nurture it a little bit, it's going to grow up and benefit you. And I think we've got three folks here in the showroom today that have definitely uh, definitely uh, had that experience. I bet if you grab your cargo shorts and your baseball cap, you could sneak in as a uh, young buck over there. Yeah. I, don't know about that. I don't know about that. We'll, we'll let you slide. <laughs> All right. So again, BuckheadBusiness.org. Click on the Young Bucks tab. Guys, it's been great to be with you. Rich, Ditto. wrap it up. Same here. We'll see you next time. Thank you all. Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.